Thomas, the Italian icon of the Pipe Fitters Union, has finally descended upon his spirit has descended into the the avatar that is Christopher Pratt, and he's doing his nasty thing all across. Why did we do this? Like, why are we like so? Okay, so so the 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 Mario came out, and also, can I just say, people who say Mario, there's something about that. It is so specific. There's like there's like pecans and pecans, and like just so everyone's aware, it's not a regional dialect. One of those is wrong because the word comes from a Native American word pick the up for the pecani tree. The word is pecan. If you say pecans, you're just fucking wrong. Um it, maybe the regional dialect is incorrectness. In which case, go ahead, I guess. Go off. Yeah, I mean your dialect just means you've mispronounced things yeah. atrociously. That's fine. I mean, I'm from the South. I get it. Um, but like, yeah, the Mar- the Mario thing is insane to me. That no no one has ever. But okay, so we've got like, I want to say this is garbage because it has to be one right. Like like Thomas, you and I have not so seen this movie. Right? Here's no no, I've not seen this movie, and I want to point this out. Um, everything I'm going to say. It's purely just my opinion. I have no knowledge off of this movie. And nothing I say is in really me affecting this movie at all. But I come from a generation where I watched the trash Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo Mario. And let me tell you, did it suck? Absolutely. Did we know it sucked? Absolutely. Did we expect anything better? No. Because but there's an honesty there. There is. And it's like, look, we, yeah. I, there's a thing I like when movies in general try to take another medium and then they adapt it to fit what they want. It's like, I'm not taking this video game and trying to make this video game in a movie format. If that was the case, we could just watch an hour and a half long cutscene. That's like, really, I'm not looking for that. You know, I'm looking for just an inventive story within the world. But what doesn't do it for me in any way, shape, or form is the storyline of Mario itself. I don't care. Oh, this princess gets kidnapped. Yeah, oh, man, I'm, this plumber's going to go save her. Oh, we're going to go do these things. Like, I don't, that's not. It's not like, oh, I'm going to chase this flag. I want to get this flag as high up on this pole as I possibly can in this amount of time so I can get the most points and move on. Like, This new movie, people are all these people online are like, oh, my God, it's so good. It's so enjoyable. It's so awesome. First off, no, you're wrong. I honestly believe that if, it, if I ever do watch this movie, I'm going to sit there and be like, y'all just praise the bare minimum. Like y'all are out yeah, here. Exactly. Wanting to give high fives and awards to the the barest, most simplest thing they could be, possibly do, and I'm not having it. Like it's not I'm like what we're I here get for. it. Shit's bad out there. I get you just like wanting anything that you can be like, this wasn't awful, but it's like, so I feel like things like this, and like kind of like animated, this kind of like upbeat animated genre bullshit that that is like pervaded you know it's kind of like your most of your pixars like your your wreck it ralph's things like that i like wreck it ralph for the for the record but they all have this kind of vibe of of it smacks of like a secret genre which is just like uh upbeat capitalism yes you know it's, Lego it's not really like it's not really like ah yes mario you know how Mario does, because that doesn't exist. That's not what Mario is about. Anytime Nintendo, other than, let's, let's step outside of, of Zelda, because that's a whole separate That's different skis, yeah. But anytime 
like Nintendo is like, no, let's get an, a storyline. It's the most buck wild shit. Like, go into a lore dive of Kirby. It's Kirby is like a universe devouring demigod. Like, and he's he, he's that. He's he's yeah. he's the Kirby, power shape. Kid Icarus makes no sense. Bayonetta makes no sense. You know what? Zelda makes sense. Mario eh, kind of makes sense. Metroid kind of makes sense, but they're not. They're not easy to do, and I agree Metroid with what you're makes saying. More is more grounded. I feel like oddly enough than than the other things. It's got like a it's got like a thing that you like a bounty hunter a in world, space. Yeah, yeah. You can imagine a world existing, but it's like anytime they try and like like you know they they try and expand on the Mario thing. One like at best, it is a world that Mario clearly is not a part of that he's been dropped into, and he's just like a silent protagonist that is in it. And like that's that's it. He's not he's not bringing anything because he's just like a blank slate. With like the the only like mark of color on there is Pischetti sauce, but the I feel like that the, the best you can really get is like the simplest. Like the, the, anytime you go more, it's like I actually don't need that. I actually don't need that. Like he's flying through the galaxy and there's like a new race of beings that like look like you know like cheesy chunk puffs and like they're do like I that actually is not interesting for me at all. I'm 32 years old. Um, I just just have it be simple like have it be like you know, like oh there's a big nasty dragon he's doing things jump into this painting so like i don't i don't need to know why i'm doing it like it's it's i'm not saying that like oh there shouldn't be story to thing this is like it's the same thing anyone who's listened for more than like two episodes knows that like this is like the same fucking thing that i feel like we go off on every third episode and i'm being like very conservative i feel like in that uh estimation it's like the same thing with these games that are like let's make this game 45 hours long you have 30 minutes of game and you have like you have been like okay so let's have it be so we'll have it be that that okay you have to uh there's a pen that you have to use to write in your journal and it's made of 18 pieces that are spread out over the the entire uh map and you have to get all of that first before you start like i don't it's not better because of that. It's it's more. It's not the yeah. same as better. Um, I'm I'm getting off topic here, but the, it's the same thing with this. It's like I didn't. There is no Mario in this. You could have stripped away all of the specifics and thrown anything else on it, and it'd be like, yeah, that works. It's it's just. You know what Mario movie I would love to see that would like really get me excited and I would like fly to the theater? I'll give you a hint. It does not involve Mario. Hmm. I would pay so much money to see like a Luigi's Mansion movie. You know, like because Luigi has character. You can easily make it a setting. He just goes to a a house. He has his vacuum that he can suck up ghosts with. We're not going to talk about the vacuum sucking up ghosts part. That's irrelevant. Point is, it's just him wandering around like getting spooked and scared and then having to like capture these ghosts that works like even the jumping into paintings and stuff that's too much yeah. okay like pick a okay. world like like you said it can be a one of the paintings but like just pick a world oh we're gonna do the penguin world and we're gonna have that we're gonna be there for this whole thing or something and you know mario has to help get all these little penguins to reunite with the mama penguin and these are all the different things i was gonna do to get there but like you say it seems to me like they're trying to do like all the lego movie Skis, yeah, it's just like but mixed in now with Mario or the Wreck It Ralph. It's like, yeah, Wreck It yeah. Ralph was mixed in 
and, and like with Sonic and such like Sonic, the like There's the Sonic flavor. movies figured out oh, everybody knows the characters. We're gonna make it so we're like hey, it's just the real world. And Sonic's just dropping into it. So Sonic is still Sonic, but like everything else is like realistic. And those movies work. And I feel like this is not what Mario is doing. Instead, Mar- which is Mario's like, no, there are no rules. We're just out here doing wild shit. And all the 20 years you've put together with all the associations with the character, Mario's super Italian. Luigi's super Italian. Donkey Kong is like a giant, scary, intimidating person. And they were like, you know what we should do, guys? Let's cast Chris Pratt, who is like the least... Like- like Italian type masculine character voice, and then Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Get out of here! Stop yeah. right. Never in the history of time has anybody ever thought Seth Rogen's voice is coming out of Donkey Kong's mouth. Well, it's, like, it's also Seth Rogen was like, "Hey, I don't do voices. Just so you know, that is not a thing that I do. So if you cast me in this, I will be me." Um, so I think that really the only, in my mind, the only way that you could actually make an interesting quote Mario movie. Do not involve Mario that much at all. What I want to see is I want to see a hagiographic biography of Shigeru Miyamoto and the fictitious version of him creating Mario. That's something. Like, give me something like that where you, like, really, like, over-aggrandize this and you make it, like, like – incredibly over the top where you know you've got you've got big editing you you have you have made everything so exaggerated that it it kind of transcends that um uh, the medium in a way and it's because that's the the whole thing is that you're missing that like it's a video game yeah i mean obviously i'm not i'm not telling you anything new it's a video game and always that transition to movie i don't fucking care who what you say who it is it is rough and at best you accept it like that's mm-hmm. really what it is at best you're like all right like i don't care if it's final fantasy advent children it looks pretty like i'm i'm sorry that's it's, that's yeah. it that's it and it's, it's with mario he did a, he did a stab you bring up the best like actual quality film which would be like a biopic about Miyamoto yeah. that would be exactly true if you were going to do a Mario thing it's like you need to scale it way back yeah I understand that we all know the whole lore of Mario but you gotta pick it's either Donkey Kong or it's Bowser it's not all of them you can choose okay we have Princess Peach okay well there's no Luigi there's no Yoshi right now there's no Wario there's no Waluigi none of that yeah. shit's around right now you need to have one movie where it's okay Princess Peach got captured by Donkey Kong, since that's the OG storyline anyway, and she's up in this tower, and Mario has to get like spend this whole movie trying to like travel through this tower to fight Donkey Kong at the end and win and save Princess Peach. Then she could be like, "Oh my God, Mario! Thank you so much, you random creepy dude who I never met, who's just a plumber in town. But you can come like be the plumber for the you know for my family now or something." And then the second movie, Luigi's there. And he, it's him and Mario doing whatever. And like then you can slowly introduce Daisy, slowly bring in other people. Like I feel like this movie is just like shooting its whole load all over with all the content. Yeah. They can't they're like they can't hold anything back, you know? Do the thing that you like the video game is doing the video game thing that it does well. Don't try and do that. Do the a movie well. Like, I mean, you could do like we all saw like the Pedro Pascal, like like it's a me, Mario. Like you could do something adjacent to that where it's not really placing it, but there's kind of like an homage. Um, I just I I don't think that it is I don't think that you're aiding the the genre. I don't think that you're aiding the property. And I do not know how you have managed 
to make and this is obviously again thomas and i have not seen this shit it could be like totally this could be like the the like uh you know uh next level kind of like cinephile shit that the the that we're all over i don't think so but i, I don't think I'm, it will be. I'm just saying that it is strictly possible but it feels like all these things somehow it feels like they're trying to sell something to me more than all of the cartoons in the 80s that literally were just 15 minute long commercials for toys. How has that happened? How have you made that be that like I can go back and I watch it like Biker Mice from Mars and I'm like, hell yeah. I watch this and I'm like, no, I'm not going to go buy a Nintendo thing. Like, yeah, fucking chill out. Like it's 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 better written unquestionably and it feels grosser in some way. Yeah, It's I, like, yeah, you... I agree with you. It's like before they were, oh man, we got to make toys with this stuff, do all these things. But the shows, as bad as they were, still like appeal to children and entertain them. But they flipped it. Now it's like these things actually look good and are written well, and you've just capitalized them into, it's like you aren't even trying anymore. You're just like, oh, hey Mario, what's that? Oh, this is my new water gun kapow machine. You check it out. It's so dope. Because it's like you're just... no. I give me that. There's an again, there's an honesty in that because that's what the 80s shows were be. Like, all right, get in the new the new street tank that we've been like, yeah, that's a toy. I'm gonna go get it. The whole reason this episode exists is because Bandai and you got together and were like, hey, we bought a whole bunch of these from a Japanese show that is no longer going to be in America. Use this. It's a hundred dollars for six million of them. Go nuts. Like that, that's, I, I respect that level of honesty, but this, it, I don't, it feels like it's trying to trick me into liking the capitalist hellscape that it's inception. It's trying to inception you yes, and it you, is. you're detecting it. You can't, I can't, I can't get got, but now if you want to talk about a media property that I feel like did effectively kind of like make a media jump. And did it well in a way that that I think that fans of the original work appreciated, and it also brought in a fair amount of new audience members. I think that you can look no further than our movie here tonight, which is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Um, so I have a complicated relationship with this film. Uh, I like this. I liked it a lot when it came out, you know, me and, and Russell, we, I remember like it, I don't remember if, if it like, it didn't come out in the theaters. It, did it come out in theaters? In, in, no, it in definitely did. I, or vividly, it was just there for a very short amount of time. Right. Yeah. And I okay, vividly yeah. recall, I don't know how, didn't like, go to dollar Russell saw, either. Yeah, no, I think it did because I vividly recall just Russell being like, Hey Thomas, you should see this Scott Pilgrim movie. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, nah, dude, You'll like this movie. Just watch yeah. it. And I thought I saw it at the dollar. I know I didn't pay no full well, price. Because I know theaters, that so. he and I, he was like trying to find ways to like see it in theaters for like the longest time. I don't actually know if I saw it in theaters. I cannot. That's remember. the hard been, part, right? It's it like, has who been knows? It's so long. It has been like over ten years. Um, but it's you know, great time. It is. Um, the thing about it that gets at me is not the movie and i i so i i don't think it's necessarily fair it is and i think that we can all we all know this that there is a very specific type of individual who saw this movie and was like that's my whole shit right there and yeah. they 
ever after like leaned into that they did not understand the kind of like the 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 scott pilgrim the, was the absolute pits yeah. of, of a character they're like the no, satire that's cool. of that's cool and funny the satire of the story basically it's, it kind of reminds me of so i was watching i don't remember what it was but they were talking about the early like the, the early 2010s looking back on the world at that time like when they were talking about like you know the, the, the trends and the fads it feels like it could not have possibly been that way like it feels like like a, a parody of like history when they're like oh you know everyone had like everything was bacon everyone was wearing like suspenders and like had big mustache things and we wearing like weird little funky hats i'm like no pot we couldn't possibly have but no that was in fact what we were doing and it was just like no this is normal like it feels like that that's how like the 80s must have been because we look oh, back, i think I so mean, neither like, like, oh yeah everybody's hair was as big as possible shoulder right, pads out like, the wazoo but like you know what I mean, like neither you nor I experienced the '80s. But when we look at like the way that the '80s is represented now, <laughs> at least when it's really trying to be like, no, it was the '80s. It is like turned up to forty-five, and I don't think that. I think that probably like looking at that, if I was in the, I'd probably be like it. What well, it couldn't have been quite like that. But that at the time, it it felt very normal. It was just like, yeah, yeah. this is how things are because you have the context of like everything that's led up to that. But so this feels so like a concentrated bubble of that time. And is that such a peculiar like era in like pop culture? Like it's right before smartphones really did their thing. It is yeah. like it is the like last gasp of a dying part of the 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 culture landscape. Yeah, like like everything's around. There is social media and things like that, but it hasn't devolved yeah. into the chaos that it would become. I feel yeah. like because this movie, there's so many layers and so much levels to it. I like what I figure the easiest way to do it is I just wrote down like all the characters and we can just talk about the characters individually and what we think of them and their personalities and their traits. Then after all of that's taken through, I feel like we can just I, I just wrote down like different aspects or facets of the movie that we could discuss. And then if there's anything we leave out, we could talk about it because this is there's so many fucking layers. So I just wrote down, I split this up into characters and exes but right there's some there's some crossover on both sides i guess but let's start with the main character i guess and scott pilgrim and i would like to describe scott as every white boy i went to high school with okay yeah. uh, kellum included i want to just make this clear uh, like this is like kell wasn't quite as bad you know what in fairness i will take what back what i said kell was young neil but we'll get to that in a minute i will instead fair. you know <laughs> scott is the fucking worst like yeah i watched this the first time i watched this i was like oh this dude is a thousand percent selfish uh, uh, worthless doesn't do anything is somehow like i don't know i just running through the entirety of toronto at, like as he goes along it's like oh hey what's up like oh i've dated every person that you see in the city yeah does not matter who so here's the thing that i feel like i i did not i didn't read the comic book i at one point was given a flash drive with all the comics on it and i didn't do that um but i know from the comic that there is important bits of background information for scott's character that we simply do not receive um and i didn't even think about like the first time i watched it i wasn't like this is a plot hole um in the comic uh scott pilgrim is like the best fighter in canada 
like mm-hmm. that's his, that's his like steez is like no he's like he's the man who punches um and and like i think that it does while i i, I feel like michael sarah did a good job portraying this character um i think that we're missing out on a couple of things that like make scott pilgrim somewhat cooler in the comic and i think that was intentional is that they decided like no we really want to like lean into a direction and not dilute that with too many things. yeah they're so like we want to make more... we really want to lean into the like the tweet like the weird awkward emo kid being like the most badass awesome chick magnet yeah. in the history of time because that's who's gonna watch this movie but you're fair it's fair in fa- the movie really treats it much like just everybody fights and it's like in this like nobody has reactions to any of these yeah. things like, oh there's just fight happening now like this is just like things that happen on thursdays yeah. you know so it's there's a lot of that that i just read off of like like you say i wasn't like oh scott's the best it's i've like seen scott's... a lot of people watch this movie and be at first convinced that that it's all like that it's like he's dreaming it or something because of how nonchalant everything is like okay really happening right and like i get it like it's if that does make sense it feels very bizarre yeah uh but yeah the scott is your typical moping emo like mid to late 2000s i don't know that moping is right but he's like he is super mopey he he's he's something there is like there is it's very much like entrenched in kind of like this weird not even post irony we're still in like the ironic like he's wearing the sars college t-shirt at one point and like oh yeah remember that remember when we all were we all wore t-shirts that were like haha that's funny and a little bit dark i fucking like it's 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 yeah he, it's, it's something there's a lot to scott yeah. that we can i will we can talk about in relation as we yeah. involve new characters we can talk about their relations with each other so the next person i wrote down is steven stills he's the talent um steven's just your, you know your typical russell or Corey. it's your, your laid back you know douchey 18 year old he'll grow up and to be a normal human being i'm very yeah, certain of it but just right now he has some douche yeah. tendencies that you he, know but he's a lead singer who also happens to exist outside of the band like it's we i i'm i'm familiar with the individual yeah you know but i yeah steven i like steven he seems nice uh you know people don't hate him people don't yeah love him he's very uh i would say he's very unsure of himself he wants to he's like any artist as we all know kel any artist you just want the recognition you just want people to be like you know you don't suck you're awesome Thank you. Yeah. Another All character right. who is not like in, in the comic book, I know that Steven Stills is, I'm pretty sure, gay, and they just decided okay. to not do that at all in this. Um, well, since I he's in this, in this, that, he's like with Julie, not to say that that's people, that's you know, also but... in the comic book, but like, okay, he he's he's gay in the comic. I'm fairly certain. So I'll throw it down. I don't remember to keep going through the band. We got Kim Pine, the drummer, yeah. Allison Pill, great. Just, you know, like the, the angsty, you know, fiery redhead that, you know, sums up character quite well, I feel. Uh, and last but not least, young Neil, a.k.a. Kel, yeah. young Kel. Uh, I just, just what is he Neil's there? He yeah, exactly. There. Like, what's what's Neil's purpose? It's like, Neil, if you can play bass, you can play guitar. Why don't you just play some rhythm and be up there with them that's, like what are okay, you doing we know that that's not actually true like we that, that's the thing that people like to say like oh but like we know that that's not really how that works like no, you give but me you a can... bass and i can like convince you that maybe at one point i knew how to play but like if you're like okay now here's a guitar that's it that's the that's the end but of it. <laughs> here's the difference you're playing rhythm 
All you have to do is hold the frets and then strum. It's you not think. difficult. You would think. He's like, either way, the uh, young Neil. I was like, okay, he's definitely he's like the roadie fourth member band basically when yeah. like Scott's out and stuff like that. But young Neil is the that lights. Yeah, he's just quiet as shit. You know, hanging out. The reason why I say. Uh, Kel's a little bit less young. Neil has some Scott tendencies, as I did notice. And we were younger. Kel did have a tendency where partners seem to just like always throw themselves at Kel. Kel would just be going about their life, and then they'd be like, "Oh, I have a girlfriend now." How did that happen? I, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, that that <laughs> that was. I did have someone tell me like a woman, like that person is always dating somebody. Um, yeah, it's it's and it was never like for like a good reason. So that that tracks. It was just yeah, um, but. Yeah. You are like young Neil in more ways than one. Because yeah, Neil just like always there. And people are like, it's like, oh well, we'll just have Neil do it. Yeah, Neil. And just be like, hey, Neil. oh, we'll yeah. just have Kel go. What's up? Oh, I'm Kel. What's yeah, up? I'm hey, here. Uh, I have nothing else going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but that films out forms out the sex bomb band. And I like them a lot. Next, I put uh we have Scott's high school girlfriend, Knives Chow, uh Ellen Wong. Fucking love knives. Just, you know, a naive, you know. So sweetheart of a person who just needs to learn. Here's here's another thing about this movie that feels weird. Um, is that does it feel like there's a weird level of of racism that is attached in this movie? That's like not like really intentional and like so for the time it was perfectly fine, but it is just again it is it was so on the edge of things changing in so many ways that it was like. It's like she's Chinese, fucking cool, man. Like that, that there was a lot of like, or like when when Scott's breaking up, like with her, and she's like, "Oh, I want to have you come over for dinner for like Chinese food or like yeah, I was like date people outside of your race." And I'm like, "Whoa, hey, but I don't know." Yeah, I was like, "Say that actually." I was like, "Hey, um, yeah, it's a little weird." Yeah, no, I agree, but yeah, it's like at the time, I don't think it was like borderline, like yeah, like you said, like before, I would have just been, I was like. Yeah, just for food, like yeah, for Chinese food. Weird. Yeah, that's weird. And then, yeah. yeah, like, can you even date outside your race? I'm like, we know because the story gets told like two seconds from now that you met this girl on the bus with her mom, so you know that she's that that's like totally okay. Because, yeah, you, like, so yeah. Jesus Christ. Also, also, hey, Mrs. Chow, ha- no, you should know. You saw this man, and you were like, "That's probably fine." No, you oh, can't. This, this cute clearly can legally drink alcohol, and my high school daughter cannot. Like, that's fine. Like, y'all can. No, how How old is Scott? Scott is, is twenty two, and Knives is seventeen. Which, when they bring it up later, and literally the background that I have right here is literally Ramona asking, "How old is Knives?" <laughs> and they're all like, "Yeah." Uh, it's like yeah, they're like so. It's like mm, it's weird how yeah, it's like it's just it's an age that you like again, like you know, were they both in their twenties wouldn't matter, but I I don't give two shits if the end of someone's age is a teen, you can't. Like I've had like I I don't remember if I've said if I said it on here. I'm sure I have, but you know, somebody dating a teenager is like a boss paying minimum wage. Technically, it's legal, but you know, if they lowered the number, they'd still go there. <laughs> like it's 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 not. <laughs> that's, that's disgusting. Yes, like, I agree with you. It's but it's, it's, it's true. Yeah, it's like Ugh. yeah. So after knives, uh, I wrote. We have 
probably my favorite person in this whole oh nice great film. Yeah. no i'm saying after knives like this oh, person yeah. is my favorite ahead of knives like this person would you like to guess who i think is the greatest character in this is whole world is it um let me think here uh why is why is my brain my brain turned off it's not rem is remoting your favorite no, absolutely not. No, it's Wallace. This person, it is 100% Wallace. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, absolutely I know it's, it's Wallace. No, Wallace is my favorite character as well. He's like <laughs> the only character that feels grounded in a way. Like he feels like a real person. Um, in the best way, like he's he's a sweetheart, but he tries. Like he's, he's like, Scott, I'm going to need the bed for the night and also for the week and for the rest of the year. He's like, I get it. Okay, just get the fuck out of my house. Like, I'm trying to be really nice. Yeah, and yeah he's not, he's not like, when I say ground, it doesn't mean that like he's like a good person. Like he's, he's also a dick, but he feels like norm. He feels a normal enough. There aren't like things that he does that you're like, no, you actually can't do that around people. Like people can't see you when you do that thing. If you're going to yeah. do and that. And Wallace thing. is, is Scott's roommate. Although in fairness, really Scott is just freeloading at Wallace's is place. in his apartment. Yeah, he's not, like it's, they're not really roommates. He is also in his apartment. He's a piece of furniture that he has. Is you know, that? one thing I do want to say that this movie did not address in any way and acted like it was totally normal and not a problem, which I did like, but I don't think that they were they were trying to show how much of a freeloader Scott is, but is that like they were nobody was having any issues with Wallace and like Wallace's boyfriend and Scott all sharing the bed together. Scott wasn't like, oh my god, 80s gay panic. Like, what am I gonna like? They were just like, yeah, bro, like what I'm, that's where the bed is, and I'm not. Sleeping. Yeah, like the, you could <laughs> you could not sleep in the bed, but that is the, your options are sleep in the bed or don't. Like those are yeah, like uh, yeah. Yeah, I do love Wallace. Wallace is has like a very he's he will help his friends. He's there for them. You know, like when somebody calls later, you know, Wallace is very understanding. Wallace also, you know, is a good does follow bro code. You know, when Knives shows up later and he's like, oh what? Oh he just left. Like dang, you missed him. Like yeah, all these, you know, he, yeah. it's there's, a lot of things that Wallace does like that uh, you would be like a friend would do, even though it he, are bad he things. Is, like he is just, he is like just good enough of a friend to be considered somebody's friend. Like, yes. he, he, like, like he, like he does, does still like, gossip and spread rumors and like, just tell people your business and stuff. So like there yeah. are negatives, but like you say, he also, it's like, he just passes the test. <laughs> but also, I think that any of us, if we had a situation where there was a friend of ours that was just in our apartment for, it's got to have been a while. Like, at least yes, a year. Yes. At, at least a year. year. Since Envy. Because, yeah, at least yes. a year. So I probably would, would have a, a tense relationship with this person. Like, I would probably, like, like you know, there would be there would be some emotions in the back of my there would mind be, about things. I'll let you know. They wouldn't have made it a year, but yeah, yeah like no, for me. No. Or sorry, in that apartment? No, not that like, apartment. You've got a room, maybe, but like no. Um, another small, smaller character who I wanted to put in here uh, is, is Scott's older sister, apparently. Even though you would not know it, by the way. Thank, thank you. I also in this time, like I, I've seen this movie uh, like enough a times million times, yeah. That I put it on and I was like, oh, I actually don't need to watch this. Um, but I still watched it. The uh, only that, thing that shocked me was this moment. Yeah, was like, I was like, hey, it was, it was like cheer little up, little brother, brother and little like, brother. I was, I literally yes. rewound it to make yeah. sure I didn't mishear that. That was that was exactly the same part of me. I was like, whoa, no, I was certain. I was absolutely certain that she was like eighteen or nineteen. Like, yeah, I was, certain and apparently, that. no, she's a year older than Scott, and you're like, 
oh okay but yeah. either way yeah so stacy's thing is just to like unless like when her brother's like really really sad and like genuinely depressed she's like all right i'm gonna say like one nice thing but her whole thing is like i'm just here to make fun of you and like embarrass you and just try to be a big sister in this world yeah you know, just not let things yeah. go your way ever uh also we got julie aubrey plaza fucking a right like this yeah. what up there aubrey as well plaza for character yeah, up, up there as well for best uh, one of the best characters. Yeah, how are you doing with that mouth? Don't you worry about how I'm doing with that one. I'm like, oh, this is just yeah. every job in the world too. You know, we all have that one friend who just works yeah. everywhere. Yes, I have one of those currently. And then last but not least, in terms of just the, I would say the regular characters is Ramona Flowers, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who like, yeah, Manic Pixie Dream Girl. This is like peak. This is this. Um, what's the one with Scrubs dude and Natalie Portman? Like you got oh, that one. Uh, Garden State. Yes, like you got all of the all of them. Like it's just everybody's like, oh my god, Zoe Deschanel. Like every this time frame was like the super like, hey, what's up? Like, do you enjoy like aloof, mysterious people that are actually toxic and terrible for you, while also or vice versa? Do you love super douchey, self-centered, uh, worthless men? Like, oh my god. Let's yeah. uh, all idolize these two characteristics. Like, well, it's like so. This is the now. I will say this whole there is so much of this that was very much my steez in college is a an aesthetic uh, referred to uh, uh, fondly as indie sleaze is kind of like the you know like the you you've you look like you it's it's julian casablancas is the best yeah. uh, like thing that i can do to describe it is it's julian casablancas it's too many rings it's it's too many buttons down it's too many articles of clothing that are leather and are aged vastly differently um it, it's, while having the tightest of pants yeah, you know. and but like you know, uh, Ramona is very much like she is much more into that. It feels like she is actually into that, and the rest of like the, the sex bombs are like kind of trying to do that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. again, you know, it, it's I don't, I wasn't in Canada in the early aughts, so I don't know. Maybe that's just how it was. Maybe New York was just a little more hard. More and hardcore the than one Ontario. thing. The one thing I will give Ramona over every character in this film is Ramona is actively trying to stop being a piece of shit. Yes. You know, like Ramona did get up and leave, come to a new town. Ramona is trying to be a good person. And it's like, yeah, I used to be a bad person. I used to do all these real not cool things and stuff. And yes. I'm trying to not do that. Like only character. But now that rounds out all of our regular groups. Let's get into some of these exes. So I guess we'll just kind of go in order uh, as I wrote them down. So we start out with, you know, Matthew Patel. Just a, I don't know, like a, a warlock, an Indian warlock he's who's real into pirates. Like, yeah, but pirates don't have like spells and demon yeah. hipster chicks. He, you know like what I mean? Like, a, I think the idea was that he was like they were leaning into kind of like a doll sim thing that he was like a that he had like yoga fire kind of kind of energy going on. Which again, like there were times in the song where I was like, are we? It feels pointed. Like this feels yeah. this feels pointed at times. <laughs> like like is it is it just me? Am I being am I being too much of a liberal snowflake right now? It's like, like what, it's what just, is it? It yeah. made me laugh. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, like let me tell you in the slightest. I was just like this is literally. Yeah. I was like this is genuinely high school musical what we're yeah. experiencing right now funny funniest part of the entire movie is when uh when he starts dancing though and uh, uh and uh scott sisters goes just goes what like that's 
that's because every single person who has seen this movie for the first time, that is their immediate reaction because it's the first time any of this shit happens. And it is so well put in there that like, hey, we need an audience surrogate that only exists for half a second. And it's it's very good. One yeah. thing I love too that we get we start with this, but all the fights that Scott does get into. Oh, yeah. So the premise of this is Scott wants to date Ramona and break up with knives. And to right. date Ramona successfully, he has to date like fight and battle all her seven evil exes to get through the gauntlet, I guess. And so, yeah, Matthew tells the first one, and yeah, they're fighting in the bar, and it's fucking wild, because everybody, you've been watching a normal movie this entire time. Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, that dude breaks through the ceiling and, like, flies in, and it's, like, doing all this random shit, and my favorite character, Wallace, they're like, Scott, Scott's like, what the fuck is this? And, oh, Wall, hey, Scott is that guy from that thing. And he's like, what? Scott gets punched, and he's like, oh, fight. Now you can actually fight, which is important because Wallace has to signify at the start of every fight, otherwise Scott can't participate. All the is fights, that, is that 100%. so? So I I watched it with like so much scrutiny this time. What about the fight with Roxy? Here's my thing: Scott's not fighting. The only time that it doesn't happen is when but Scott it, doesn't physically but fight. But Scott has to fight for it to be. It's a league battle. Scott has to fight. She says, "Yeah, that. she says it's ha- Yeah, but if you remember, Ramona is puppeting Scott. So while right, Scott's body's doing counts it, counts as him fighting because he defeats her. I guess. But if you look, they do cut after Scott gets thrown through the disco globe before, uh, yeah. like, uh, and it's like Scott has to fight or whatever. It cuts to Wallace and Wallace is just sassily drinking their drink, and Wallace is like, "I guess it's a fight." What about? It's what not about Wallace Todd? saying. So Todd, no, there is one for sure because uh, with Todd, because they're backstage, the band's backstage, and that's when they get into the fight. I'm trying to think if it happened earlier. Maybe it doesn't hold up with Todd because then they have their boss ba- or their base. It happens off. It happens, but it frequently happens where uh, yeah. Wallace has to initiate the fight and the sequence to start. But yeah, yeah. Matthew Tell is yeah. Pirates are in this year. That's how. That's actually how old this fucking movie is. But- yeah, thank you. I was like, I I felt like I could have nailed within six weeks what time period this was like alluding to. I like, I remember like there was a time where we all got really into stripes. <laughs> oh yeah, and like, and like yeah, yeah. It's uh, oh, it's man. like things are you know, Pirates of the Caribbean came out. People were like, yo, this is pretty cool. Then it was like. Three to six months after that, that all of a sudden everyone's wearing like fucking pirate shit, and then immediately Wait. after that, Pirates of the Caribbean came out when we were like fifteen. Right? Are you sure? Hang on. Hold on one moment, please. You're like, let me check real quick, because maybe I was misappropriating the uh, release date of Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, so Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest came out in 2006. So. See, I graduated in 2009, so I would have been 15 years old. Bam, nailed it. That's yeah. okay. You, you yeah. did nail that. Well done. I did not. Yeah, I did not. I didn't think I was going to get that right on the right on the money, but uh. Well, you sure yeah. did. Okay. Uh, so, so. But after we move on from Pirate Patel, we got um. What is Lucas's last name? Lucas Lee. Lee. Lucas Lee. Yes, yeah. Lucas Lee, and. Okay. I do like this period of of this is the uh, greatest Chris Evans role in history. Yeah. So there was a time before Captain America when you put Chris Evans in a movie, it was like, who's the douchiest character in this film? Have Chris Evans do that. Like that was his thing. That was what you used that man for. 
like pigeonhole like he's a big piece of shit or he's like fighting with 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 a with with he's or he's trying to steal sat scores on on a space oh in space oh yeah Yeah, space in the future or that movie very good oh yeah if you haven't seen sunshine please please watch sunshine if you haven't seen it uh rose byrne fucking yeah yeah that movie's awesome and also if you haven't seen the perfect score it's uh chris evans and sarah jagansen trying to steal the sat scores or oh yeah fuck i forgot about that movie yeah damn wasn't that like a that was like a, a weird, like a like it had like was it an MTV movie? There was some kind of I swear it, it was, I definitely think it was MTV or VH1. It had to be like something I think of it that might nature. have been VH1 because MTV makes movies. Hang on, the perfect score. So the, because, the yeah, I remember this movie vividly. It had um oh I wish I could remember. It has Darius Miles, a basketball player who was like Roger Hansen, yeah, Chris Evans, Brian Greenberg, Leonardo Nam, Eric Christensen. Oh, remember when Erica Christensen was a thing? Jesus, like I don't, I, I, I legitimately am, I'm struggling. She oh, was in, yeah, yeah. Fuck. So you see her face and you're like, yeah. fuck, yep, or do you remember? Yeah. yeah, this is this is the episode where we just remember mo- other movies and Google them and go, oh yeah, yeah. that was a movie, wasn't it? Anyway, but Lucas Lee is a skateboarder, whatever, blah blah blah, douchebag. Yeah. He was J- He's Jason Lee. Exactly, he is. Like, like now, he's I would like to point supposed out, to be Jason Lee. I, I would like to point out that it's <laughs> worth noting. It's like Scott does just beat up Matthew and win that fight, yeah. but he has to use his brain to beat Lucas because he has his whole team of stunt fighters and stuff. And can you do it? Grind thingy over there on the rail. And it's like, what? It's like, I mean, if you can't do it, that's cool. There's like girls watching stairs, and these grinds are trash. And you go, I love though, and Scott's like, yeah, but. There are girls watching, and you check, and Chris Evans genuinely like looks to make sure there are chicks. He's like, yeah. "Oh shit, okay, cool, I'll yeah. do it." There's a, there's a sound effect. <laughs> this is that he ha- does not do well in any fight after the first one, correct? Like each one I, is like a bad time. No, I would suggest that he does pretty solid. The Kaganagis in... don't count. Why not? That's a legitimate because fight. he's not he's not fighting them. It's the team is, battles. It's a, it's right, a band exactly. versus band he's battle. He's not he's not fighting them though. The, the, the a big nasty Sasquatch is fighting a dragon. That's fine. If you don't want to count that one, the second Gideon fight you could argue is not the worst of times for Scott. And yes. you could also argue the Roxy one's not the worst of times for Scott. Yeah. You know. And to be fair, that's actually the way that like fight narrative dictates that i mean we've all seen it you know you see a fight in a movie and like it starts off and like you know the protagonist is really kicking shit and then something happens and then you know it's going to go really bad if anyone's doing well at the beginning of a fight you know it's going to go very poorly for that person um and so like they they followed that formula that they they had him do well then they had him kind of suck and they had him like really suck and then they had him pull it around the last minute yeah so after after lucas lead the next uh, X would be Todd. Todd's last name is uh, Ingram. And I guess we'll talk about Envy Adams as well, because it's also I put, even though it's not really Ramona's X, it's Scott's X. I still put Envy on that the list. Yeah. Todd's a bass player, vegan, you know, which makes him better than everybody, which I yeah, just love know, the commentary just, better, and yeah. things. This is, you know, Scott's vegan. Todd, Scott, Todd's vegan. I also love that randomly of uh, Thomas Jade and fucking. Uh, Curtis, Cliff Curtis, whatever, fucking show up as the vegan police randomly and shit like oh, that too. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. 
Uh, one of the best parts of the movie as well. Just yeah. like, yeah, like but... high five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no good eggs, bitch. One of the best line deliveries I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like it's it's so good. That that at times I'll be going through my day at this point, more than like almost 15 years later, and I will just hear milk and eggs, bitch. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay, look, let, we'll talk about it. Let's just do it right now. Like there, I quote this movie so fucking much, and it is hardly any of the things that matter in terms of this plot in this movie. Anytime I hear anybody talk about gelato or ice cream, I literally yeah. if somebody's like, "Oh, do you want to get some gelato?" I'm like, "Oh, do you know what gelato is?" And they're like, "Well, I mean, it's like ice cream or something." Like, no, it's milk and eggs, bitch. Like that's all it <laughs> so is. You always, and then you know, dude, at, probably at least once a week in my life, bread makes you fat. Yeah. There, I mean, there's it's it's one of those movies. It's it's akin to uh, an anchor man, um, or a diehard. Like it's just yeah. yeah, you got everything. There's so much stuff. I just routinely in my like if I'm just by myself alone, I'll just casually start being like, oh, I wrote a song for you, Ramona. Oh, I can't wait till it's finished. That's a long what? bit. That's a long bit to do on someone. <laughs> oh, I said by myself. Like I'm just being like by myself because okay. like, like yeah. I'm just like I always imagine Scott just like in the apartment just by himself like practicing this thing yeah but i mean it's yeah i mean I've, this and movie fucking Brandon ralph. And, yeah I, oh yeah I, Brandon I, ralph became superman after this like come on this is no no he became superman before this that's the whole oh, reason really Brandon ralph was in anything is that somebody that's... was like hey you could be you could be superman yeah that was his his first stick i was like looking at his um his kind of like a, his cv he hasn't really he hasn't really done that much um nah. in subsequent years it wasn't that success he he's basically done things that are adjacent to that superman thing he did like a dc legend yeah, he... of something or other um but uh i mean you know i, I don't know what he's it is what exactly it is but doing but... he fucking kills it though as todd envy is played by brie larson fucking that's scott's ex that he still can't get over and just dumped him brutally and was being and Plays a great ending. Brie Larson kills it. You know, uh, I did love the battle with Todd, the, the base battle, and all this stuff. Yeah. Vegan police. It's all great. Then uh, after that, you get Roxy, who had shown up prior to Roxy Richter, but then Scott was like, "I don't have time for this." So you know, we delayed that boss battle. You get it was like yeah, an option. Oddly enough, she's just like, "All right, fine." That's that's I basically guess. it's like it was like the Shadow Temple and Spirit Temple and Ocarina of Time. You can choose which one you want to go do first. There's no action. Yeah, I do like uh, what what's what's her name in uh, Arrested Development? Mae Whitman. Oh, it's um, um it's oh, like the Desert of the Sea. Is it like Caroline? No, it's like... it's like it's like I'm trying to remember how Jason Bateman says it because all in my or, head I'm just like like bland blah blah, blah uh like. But it's like <laughs> Michael Blythe. Sarah's like Is it blind? Uh uh Blanche. More, more Googling no. on this show. Man, we just yeah. really We really are fuck. great people to you. But it is great that Bay Whitman does come back on Arrested Development as Michael Sarah's girlfriend. Was that, that like, first? Or which one was first? Um I think that Arrested Development Arrested happened. Development was first. It had to have been yeah. first, but Arrested Development definitely. But Roxy shows up. Uh, that's when Scott finally realizes this whole time when Scott keeps like, "Oh, your seven evil ex boyfriends," and every time Ramona just keeps being like exes. Yeah, Scott's finally like, and I love the just like, uh, no fucking clue gets it, and he's yeah. just like, "Oh wow!" But that Man. battle, 
Anne. Wow. See, that's how bland she is. Just Anne. Yeah. Bland Anne. <laughs> yeah. Anne. Yeah. 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 And, it's, uh, uh, yeah. My one of my favorite fights, though, hands down, is the Ramona versus Roxy fights. Oh, yeah. It, it's it's awesome as shit. It's like full yeah. on. Ramona you gets know. her hammer. Um, yeah. yeah. Pulls her hammer out of her, her little tiny purse, her little clutch. You know, yeah. Roxy takes off her outfit to have it be like a. Remember in Soul IV. Caliber? Yeah. yeah like yeah, Soul yes. Caliber yeah. Ivy has the fucking like whip chain thing and shit. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Great fight. Uh, then, not, I mean, I don't enjoy that Scott defeats her by giving her an orgasm but you know they thought yeah, it was funny the the yeah the 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 splash of money at the end it's um yeah it's it, that's it's what that was and yep uh yeah and then we move on from envy and todd to the caddy and nagi twins kyle and ken and, and they're the just the least like focus given yeah there's to... nothing to tell them about there's djs which by DJ, the way again why 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 twin why do twin Asians have to be DJs? Why couldn't they have been like the white stripes? Because like look a, at a this drummer movie. and a guitar. This movie, we were like, like everything, like there is like just enough respect paid to any group that it's like fine. That it's it's <laughs> it's technically acceptable. Like the gays, um, any race, like there is just enough at this Could point. I- I like how you bring this up. It, it's a good point to talk about it since you just mentioned it without me having to bring it up. Can you tell me a black person in this movie? None. There's thank there's you. Not a, there's not a really? single one. I guess yeah, in Canada there are no blacks. Is what they're the trying closest, to say. The person, the closest person to African American in this movie is Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> yeah, like literally. <laughs> that, is the, that is the. That is the. 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 Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, you're it's, not wrong. It's the closest. Yeah. It's um no there's there's no there are no that's that's the that's the one I was like so prepared for you to be like it was Matthew Patel just based off of like skin tone oh yeah you went okay. by, all right so no there's, there's but two, instead there's instead you went instead of instead of skin tone you went to attitude now I'm, I'm all here for it yeah there's two there's two uh, uh there's two by pocket yeah there's nothing there. to say about the caddy nights outside of fucking the yeti that battles against these twin-headed yeah. dragon it's and a cool it's pretty awesome cool scene yeah and at that point the movie has gone full like moonfall over the top when they're like holy yeah, they shit they just the blew the roof off like oh my all this stuff it's just yeah what where are like the police at any point be like hey a lot of things are buildings are like exploding and people are dying a lot in what witnesses say is an explosion of change yeah it's, i don't what, it's not until yeah. envy like until after todd gets defeated and yeah. envy's like he's like oh yeah are you good and she's like you just headbutted my boyfriend so hard he exploded and it's like oh no they're actually for real dead like yeah shit. and I'm like, like yeah she's like you just headbutted <laughs> my boyfriend so hard he burst like well yeah but you kick my my heart and you kick my heart's ass but like so wait you she she was she was nasty to you and you killed her boyfriend so i guess in you're fairness, even <laughs> envy was saying hey you better you know just give up because todd is going to murder you so it's like that right it's but like he did this is a casual part did. of life yeah. it's a casual yeah. part of life in this yeah. toronto suburb yeah, in the mean streets of toronto uh but the caddy and nagi twins get defeated and then it's time for jason swartzman to show up yeah. fucking gideon graves acts you know yeah. it's He's just the douchey capitalist 
yeah. amalgamation of everything. He's, you know, he's, he's the Mario movie. records. Jason Schwartzman. That's he's that's what this Mario is. Movie. This is. This is when this is when Jason Schwartzman does his coconut records shit. He turns into Gideon Graves. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's my that's my head canon. I was yeah. looking at it as like I was like, this is what Max would be from uh, Rushmore. That's what his name is, right, Max? Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen Rushmore forever. Uh, if he had grown yeah. up, like this, you Perhaps. know, I guess. if he had grown up like in in like that time, then I could see that. Yeah, yeah, not quite possibly. Yeah. But those that's all the X's, you know. Um, do you want to talk about any of the scenes themselves, the sequences themselves? Because I have like, I would say aspects we can discuss and the overall film itself. But is there anything that you truly loved? Like I, I feel like there's so much stuff I love I, to yeah, list. It, it's hard know? to really. I mean, there are so many. It's just like little moments, like when when uh fucking Todd punches the highlights out of Knives' oh. hair. Like it's so. You punch the highlights out of her hair. Like it's it's so good. It's. It is. It's There's the dumbest shit ever. I don't like, know the how. The dumber this movie gets, the better it is. Um, Dude, I'm watching this movie, and yeah. like even like even still, I was like, I've seen this movie probably twenty times. I went and yeah. saw in the ten year anniversary thing. I went and saw it in the theater again. Like there is, I love this movie so much. Sometimes I'm just like, dude, it's it's fucking like kind of sad how much I just truly love this movie and how I mean it's it's it, good. like it's, it's so. My it's stuff. not quite. It's not on the same level as it was for me. Like, like I still very much love this movie. It's not like it, it has fallen a little bit just because I'm really starting to see some of the age in it. And like again, things that are not really its responsibility have kind of tainted my my uh, yeah. opinion of it. Um, but yeah, I mean there there are so many things. There's like, so many great. Yeah, so well then uh, we'll be able to bring up some of them as we talk about these aspects. So I guess the first one I wrote down was to talk about how the writing and how you feel about the writing and i would like to point out yeah. that like your example is like <laughs> he punched the highlights out of her hair yeah it's he it's very good the highlights out of her hair yeah. i gotta pee on her like these, oh my these god are, there's these, so, so many, many great moments so yeah. many great great things hey guys He's, um I, oh oh is your girlfriend coming over and nice broke up but hey guys don't worry about it you might be able to meet my new new girlfriend and i just love neil's new, new. <laughs> like, yeah. there's so yeah, much yeah. great writing what do you uh, play yeah, I, oh wow that's a big question that's uh, a, zelda, zelda. Mario. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it, it's uh so that that's another thing is that so and i feel like this goes along with this is that there are so many aspects of it that make it feel um in a way that is unobtrusive you are reminded of it being a graphic novel like it yeah. is it is done in a way that is like really like really really deft um that like the editing uh the the writing is, is incredibly snappy all the time at no point does this movie drag except very the only time this movie drags is the there's one scene and it's when Scott's tying his shoes, and it is so well done like it, it is it's like that that moment where hilarious. It's just like a fast, right. fast, fast. Psh, yeah. Slow down. That's, that is the only. Yeah. Uh, also, the scene, like as you brought up, uh, when when knives comes to to uh, the apartment. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where he's like, oh, you just left, did he? And like everything he's doing is that to try and hide him is actually that they are they are working <laughs> in tandem against one another. Yeah. It's it's so funny. Yeah. He's like, oh shit. And then yeah, Scott literally jumps through the fucking window that was not open. 
And then, like, and yeah. Wallace, like, oh shit, let me. Um, and this guy's like, oh, I, I forgot my jacket. Oh, and then the continuity is so good. If you pay attention, like, as Knives is sitting there looking sad, you see Scott, like, real quick, so that I just walk behind Knives and try to, like, hide his face. Be like, shit, I'm yeah, she, she, like, no, she's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, it's oh, very dude, good. even like, yeah, even like you say, when, uh, Scott's like walking through at the end when he's about to fight Gideon and stuff. Uh, or no, it's after the Cat Nagi twins fight, yes, and it's like, and yes. it's like, oh, and Knives just like sitting there by herself, like, hey, I just wanted to see you play. Yeah. Oh shit. Like, yeah. Uh, or or like when, just... um, when when uh, when Scott and Ramona are walking through the 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 bar club, whatever. Um, oh my and, god. And he's like, yes. like, like so so what? You and Knives, everything was fine. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, Knives cool. are good. Ah. Yeah. Then he like waves at her, and she's like, no. <laughs> And it's like, what about you and Kim? Oh, dude, what? That was so long ago, dude. She like had freckles, and you see her like literally look with freckles. Just, daggers, like, yeah, yeah. They're, like Scott is like a huge piece of shit. Like, yeah, he's he's, and it just has no <laughs> like the worst kind of piece of shit because he's like trying to be like like no, I'm the nice guy, and he's he's what we refer to in the trade as a soft boy, um, and it's it's yeah, it, it, they are uh, you got to watch out for them. Um, you gotta look out uh, yeah no the, the yeah the editing in this Writing movie is, is yeah the editing amazing. it was um, uh perfect and so the uh, since you went with the editing uh, um, we're talking about that as well i want to talk about the editing because these fucking transitions and cuts are yeah. so fucking priceless and flawless and well done these like whooshes and zooms and like you know everything they do like just oh hey do you want to meet up later so yeah later and then <laughs> it's just yeah. like you know you're there it's, it's like there's just so many things I also want to point out there is one character I didn't bring up that is that also could be considered Kellum, and that's Cuomo. And it's like, hey Cuomo, you know everybody. Who is this person? But like, if you He's look and pay, if you, yeah. yeah, if you pay attention, <laughs> like every time he shows up in the movie, he's saying like the most the stupidest fucking like. The first Kellum album shit. isn't really the it, first yeah. album. If you yeah. think the first about album's it. not really, really the first album. Yeah. Right, and what's the other one he says? He's like, oh yeah, man. Oh, like not even that. Neil has the fucking most best amount of wisdom ever. After they see the Clash of Demon Head live, it's like, oh yeah, man, but you should see him live. They're so much fucking better live. And Knives looks at Neil like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, what did you, <laughs> like, what did you just, hey, what did you just say to me? Like, my assumption is always like, I have to believe that they were having a different conversation, but I actually do believe that Neil is just kind of like, something happened there and and yeah I was like no nah, they're it's like what lying, man and then i love i do love uh like the editing the art direction stuff that they choose for everything but too like again is it racist when they tell knives that scott used to date envy and her face turns into an emoji is that i don't think that's racist i never that this is the first time i've ever even thought about that as a possibility i don't think that an emoji especially at this point because they weren't emojis they were emoticons and i don't think okay. emoticons can be racist Okay, that's fair. Unless it's like, like a man with a like a sheet over his head, I don't think that you can do that with digis. Um, I don't think that that can be racist. Yeah, I was like, I was just like, I don't know. Okay, but either way, I want to talk. Yeah, like, so the the editing and the writing was so great, but I also want to talk about this action. So like the actual action within the movie, I think is really crisp. Whether it's Lucas Lee yeah. or Matthew Teller, you know, Roxy and uh, Ramona fighting, like everything is paced very well. It's done. And this is what you should do. This is the closest to like comic book action. Yeah, you can actually get because yeah. they add in all the sound effects and enough. everything. 
yeah, it's well choreographed. This was the movie that, like, after I remember after it came out, people were like, "Is Michael Sarah like the new like sleeper action star?" And we we're like, "No, he absolutely no. isn't." But I that, <laughs> it, uh, but I get what you're saying. But you are wrong. Um, it, yeah, it, it's but it did like for a movie to make at Michael Sarah look like an action star, you've done something there, and like not in a way that feels like a goof. Like it, it mm-hmm. doesn't, it, it plays as sincere. Um, and yeah. that's, that's really an, an important thing there. Um, it's it's done very well. And along with the action, I also wanted to talk about the comedy, which we did touch on with the writing. And it's like, it's so, the humor is subtle and satirical enough to where if you're a douchebag or maybe if you're like 11, you won't get it. But I think that if you're conscious, like you realize they're ripping all of the people in this movie apart as the movie is happening, you know, yeah, like Scott yeah. is so fickle. Like, Oh my God, Ramona changed her hair. What happens? Like she, she changed her hair every week and a half. How is she going to change her boyfriend? And I just yeah. love Wallace or other Scott or whoever it was being like, and I'm the one that's gay. Like, you know, there's like, all these things where it's like, to, you're supposed to be sick of Scott. Like you're supposed like, to be like fucking the sky. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, but the comedy it's, is, it's very of its time. It is, it yeah. is like, yeah it's like you say yeah it's of its time like you know stacy being like scott maybe next time we don't date the girl with like 23 evil lexus and he's like seven oh that's not bad oh my god i know right it's so fucking pathetic this kid also thing with scott where it's like every time it's like did you really see a future with her like with jetpacks like i want to punch you so fucking hard it's like like there's Les- lesbians you know that's not right hey yeah buddy, it's like, i'm not trying to tr- it's like you i'm not trying to trick you buddy. so here's another question is scott a huge drug addict because there is a moment where he addict is maybe a hard word a, a, maybe okay. a harsh word a, a a somebody that dabbles in the the world of uh of altered states because there is a moment where he's like a like oh uh I, I don't I don't do drugs unless you do drugs, in which case I do drugs all the time. Which one is true? That's what I, I like, think that I, he doesn't. I think he's pretty yeah. straight edge minus yeah. those couple of G- GNTs yeah, he okay. has every once all in right. a while. That, that but that like a... that he is such a chameleon that he was like, but unless you do drugs, in which case I'm totally cool with drugs. And I, I drugs. immediately like, now very into drugs. Yeah, yeah. he has no uh, sense of self. But yeah, I, I do. like I, I love a lot of this. The comment like, so, oh, one of the best bits in the whole fucking movie is anytime a girl brings up Scott's hair, this fucking hat comes out of nowhere to cover. Yes, what? Huh? Very good. Like, <laughs> it's what? like yeah. the perfect. Let me go for a walk. What? It's, it's <laughs> freezing out. <laughs> it's yeah. so great. Yeah, uh, it's, it's very good. Yeah, I, I maybe, love the narrator bits. Um, oh, dude, but do, you, do you know who the narrator is? Um, it's the one other person I wrote down. The, it's, they're listed as the voice. The narrator is Bill Hader. Oh, I learned okay. that right. when I was looking up the cast because wow. I'd never realized that's Bill Hader just wow. doing a voice. Okay, very nice. And so, very yeah, nice. I was like, I was like, this movie's yeah. cast is fucking stacked with such like, I would say, quality working actors. There's oh, only yeah. one or two like real stars I would suggest that like rose from this. It's obviously Chris Evans and Aubrey Plaza, in my opinion, but. Yeah. There's so much great talent that these people are constantly working, constantly going to be out doing things. Uh, that's another portion I want to talk about was the acting. And they're all playing. I, I would like to think that there's no way all these people are this awkward or like weird. They have to be doing good acting because Michael Sarah has to be that awkward. No, I agree. He, he but everybody else. He, like he I mean, Michael Sarah has been that in everything. So it's, that's just yeah, who my I, I, I don't. I can't. But 
like Allison Pill and Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Mae Whitman and you know, all of them. Like they're just they're doing such a good job living in this actual world. Fucking Kieran Culkin can't do because do Scott Pilgrim and then still go do what uh, Secession. Like, come on, like those are not yeah. the same kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, he hadn't like he he's for there was a time Anna Kendrick. Was just like, yeah, it was just like anything. <laughs> just like give me anything. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. And uh, the music also in this movie that's uh, yes that's what Beck i have did also the, written down. uh did the score uh he did the soundtrack uh excellent job well done he wrote all the music for uh for sex for sex of moms. um what are your so you got, you got garbage truck thresholds um we are sex with bomb you got i get like one thing ramona, other ones. He wrote Mo- ramona yeah um what you, what's your favorite one what's your your I go-to think of i think probably um threshold of those is my favorite but i mean just the soundtrack is also very good. oh like the, the soundtrack, soundtack of those movies is, is phenomenal incredible. That, which uh, is, again it's very indie sleaze it's like you've got like a like blood red shoes and all this shit on there where you're like oh yeah this is the first time i had heard or found out about metric who's actually who sings the clash of demon head song it's not really yeah. Brie larson singing it's just metric yeah. <laughs> but, but uh yeah, absolutely yeah that was and the, i've seen I them and they were great I knew that when I when I, I I knew who Metric was when I saw this and I was like, why this is a weird choice because it's the only it's the only song that a band performs that isn't an original thing for this movie and maybe that's like intentional like that maybe. there's like something that there's like that they're trying to like make a statement there but it felt very peculiar <laughs> that like because it is Brie Larson singing like that is it that is, is Brie Larson but singing, it's but. Metric's song. Yeah, that was very strange. I unless it, like the 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 meta is that they are doing a cover of metric uh, of a song by metric, which I guess is also possible. It's possible. But, like, it's but, a strange choice. But the problem that I have with it is that if you're gonna be, that's it's real strange. They also could have chosen to make the drummer in the Clash of Demon had an Android like they were in the comic, but I guess. Didn't. oh yeah that's right they, <laughs> they 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 thought about doing that i know that they i think i like there was like a uh, a commentary or something i listened to where they were like there was an original plan to flesh out the drummer a lot more okay um, okay i don't rem- i might be misremembering that and that was like a conversation that i had with somebody just about like the drummer like having more going on um but uh i i think that but i would like to say you're right like, all the music's great crash and the boys is, that, yeah. is that girl a boy too yes <laughs> crash and the boys is amazing like the, the stuff that they did like like it's it's so sad is is like one of the is like the best that, song in the entire i mean who are we song. kidding that hey jude eat a dick you know yeah. so, so sad. sad yeah we are so, no, so sorry i am so sad so very very so sad. very very sad is, is, is yeah. that's <laughs> the name that, of the that song. is like rock and roll hall of fame right there baby give it 25 years yeah you know and yeah and then there's it's just like good punk rock you can't be uh we hate you please die that's yeah, also a very good exactly. banger you know they're yeah. putting out just yeah. and the fact if they didn't explode immediately from you know the demon hipster chicks yeah, fireballs they would have would not have won. given them the martin, <laughs> martin star is also in this exactly. this movie is loaded yeah. with so many people yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's a very specific era of actor that is in this movie yeah. you're not wrong but it's yeah. got all of them in it yeah, yeah uh, for sure. It's like the freaks so and yeah, we got, of the uh, of the mid two thousands. So the only <laughs> other thing I wanted to discuss before we get to the end thing is the reception itself. Like you brought up earlier, it's gonna be bombed harder. Oh yeah, I was man. about to say something really offensive, and I edited myself right before that. But yeah, just but a, didn't a really attention to it. 
Yeah, but there's a lot of bombs that people could think about. It, they don't have to know it was the one now, I was going to say. Now they're, they're, now they're thinking of what could be the worst <laughs> one. They're like, what could be the worst thing that Thomas could have said? Who knows? Yeah, Who knows? It's, it's, this is kind of like a, uh, a you know, choose your own adventure. I'd say they dropped the bomb worse than the Gap Band, which is a very old Black people reference. The Gap Band is the band that does the funk song. You dropped the bomb on me, baby. Uh, okay. You dropped the bomb on me, but you turned me out. Yeah, that song, which uh, I had to explain because unless you're my father's age, nobody was going to know I that. didn't know. I didn't know. You know, but, uh, you know, this movie bombed really hard. Not Did not do well in any way, shape, or form. Outside of home video, because, like, I mean, everybody we oh, yeah. went to school with. That's It became a cult it. classic. Um, You know, I mean, it, it like the, uh, the video game came out soon after that. And I'm going to be real. I don't like the video game. I don't think it's a good game. It is not fun to play. I'm sure that there's not. somebody out there who just like lost their mind and threw their phone out the window. Um, but if you are still listening, it's not you. There's no way to keep from beating up the people that are on your team. And that does not feel like there. Sh I should have an option. I'm not very good at video games. It's That's turtles in time all over again. However, Anamanaguchi, I think owes their entire success to Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Not that they are not amazing on their own, but that is the thing that I think brought them to prominence is uh, is the Scott Pilgrim versus the, the world, the game soundtrack. Dragon's okay. Den, that was my ringtone for years. Like, yeah, that it, is, it's... yeah, the Scott Pilgrim, the world, the Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game, the soundtrack yeah, is it's dope incredible. too. It's so it is also yeah. fucking yeah. awesome. Uh, but yeah, also the reception, like you say, it did have an unintended impact on what I would say is teenage white culture moving mm -hmm. forward for like presumably the next five or 10 years in that everybody tried to start being these people so yeah. hard that it Close really did not benefit anybody. You know, uh, in real life, just to let everybody know in real life, uh, everybody that's a, that is uh, a dude in this film that is not young Neil would get punched in the face a lot by not Steven just me. be okay. See, yeah, you're right. Steven anything. seems like, because he's talking about with, at like, work, a dude was like, hey, Steven, you know anybody in the band? Like, well, so like, Steven seems like he actually yeah. is like a pretty chill dude. So Steven yeah. might not get hit very often, but Steven Everyone also else. pees himself when somebody compliments him and signs into a yeah. record. Oh, man, your guy's sound is great. It's like, he's I'll just pee myself. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, weak. but young yeah. Neil, I like, I met, I've met plenty of young Neils, you know, yeah. my co host, Kellum, young Neil. Yeah. You know, young Neil's gonna, gonna figure it out. Give him a couple of years. Yeah. It's like, people would see young Neil and be like, Oh, bro, you need to get, just take a step away. Come over here. I got to show you the like how to actually behave. That one of the best parts of the movie. From now on, you shall be known as Neil. Whoa. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, whoa. It's so. By like, the way, also like knives, chow. Come on, girl. Don't 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 be a teenage person like that. And be like, oh, I know how to get Scott back and make him jealous. OMG, young Neil, you're so fucking hot. Like, what's yeah, up? That's like, the, that. the T9 culture that is present in this movie that, like, no one knows what. Like, I say that, and, like, anyone that, that's at all younger than us is like, what is T9? Like, that is, I never understood how to use T9. It never made sense to me. It still doesn't. I, like, give me a full keyboard. I don't, like, anytime someone it's trying to It's so easy. Me, I don't no, know what you- shut up. It, like, my brain will not wrap itself around it. It, like, I cannot. I, I'm not I gonna try lie. and type it's... something and immediately, like, just be so far off the That's, road. That makes me chuckle. For me, like, the weirdest thing is, like, I'd be like, oh, I get it. 
but trying to explain it because like I'll sit there in class in my like in my pocket just fucking sending out a text message, and I'm always like, okay, I can't actually hit send yet because I got to make sure I didn't like just type out like. Yeah, yeah, because you've and, you have hit those buttons. So I would look it up and be like, oh no, that's what the message says. Send no. Thomas. What are you doing? Like, nothing. I was checking the time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Whatever. Oh. But like, so it, it, that was yeah. complicated, is what yeah. it was. You yeah. know, it's like. Everyone has a flip phone in this movie. Like that, there's something comforting about that. I don't know what it is, but there is like a, there is part of me that like feels at ease when I see somebody pick up a flip phone, and it's not meant to be anything other than this person went and got their phone. They're not yeah. trying to make a statement beyond that. Like that that, that it was completely just like yeah, then, then their their phone is there because that's what everyone's it's, phone looked like. I understand you. Uh, there was a <laughs> some famous person I can't recall. Uh, Recently, I was reading an article that said that they are expecting a child soon, so they had to finally give in and get a smartphone. But they're like, "Oh, but it's just got the number, so my wife can call me to tell me if the baby's on the way." Yeah. I still have my flip phone. But he's like, "They were like, I refuse." Yeah. They're like, "I no, I want my flip phone. I don't need your bullshit ass like smartphone nonsense and stuff." Well, like, you, can just... get, you can get those dumb phones where it's like it literally like that's like it has the full screen, but it just calls. Like there's yeah. like a, there's like it has a couple of emergency function things, but like it really is for, just those are for like yeah. eight year olds. If you're like, oh, you can get my eight year old kid a phone or something, or if here. it's or it's like somebody who's like trying to fight like phone addiction or something like that. Yeah, it's like yeah. my phone tells me how long I've been you like you're up three hours from last week. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Why would like, you hey, tell me that? First off, mind like, your own fucking business. Yeah, okay, I guess I was yeah. tell my phone. My phone's mind like, business. hey, your average. My phone tells me all the time. Thomas, your average phone use is like wildly insane. And I'm like, I work from home. Leave yeah. me the fuck alone. Did I ask you? <laughs> hang on. Did I? Ask, do you pay the bills? Do, yeah, do, exactly. do you pay the bills or do I pay the bills? Because I'm pretty sure I pay the bills. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, now the, I love this movie from Jump Street. And I want to say that's the other thing I want to talk about after the reception is the legacy of this film. Yeah. That's where I have the issue and the problem because I think this movie. It's fucking great and it holds up great and everything. It stands test of time and all that stuff. The yeah, problem I see on. is exactly what Kellen was bringing up. Yeah. The legacy. This is now this I'm about to use hyperbole. In case you didn't pass ninth grade English, hyperbole is an example where you exaggerate the end result to greater emphasize the point you are making. So what I am saying is that Scott Pilgrim is almost like Pepe the Frog, it started out as one thing and everybody else took it and tried to morph it into something else that ruins it. Because yeah, if you know Pepe similarity. the Frog was just a child's cartoon. And then all the white supremacists and fascists were like, no, no we want all this. And then, you know, it just, that's what happened. So, because uh, I, yeah, I think this movie, if you just watch it as the movie itself and don't factor in any of the other bullshit that the people that like you would associate per se with this movie, it's like, yeah. To me, it's there's what it's okay. This is going to be a really bad example because I'm trying to think of a it's like Beyonce. There's nothing wrong with Beyonce, but I don't enjoy Beyonce's like fans. Yeah. They're kind of annoying. It's like Star Wars. I don't have necessarily the biggest issue with Star Wars, but their fans suck. I don't, you know, Taylor Swift, whatever, yeah. but your fans suck. I've got the perfect analogy, what I think is, and, and okay, tell me if I'm wrong. It's like Viewers Universe fans like real views like it's like that thing and like but at the same time i don't think that kevin smith's movies are i'm not saying that i have not watched them enjoy them i do not think they're good 
Um, but like it's it's that there is like when I say like a a Kevin Smith enjoyer, you immediately you immediately conjure an image, and you don't want to spend time with that person. Exactly. Like it's, it's like you're you like know I, I mean. am a Kevin Smith enjoyer, but you're like the person that I think of is yeah. not me. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not like that, though. It's not one of those. Yeah. But I'm different. Yeah. It's like I'm one of the good every, ones. It's like every person that likes anime. You're always like, oh, I'm not. No, you probably Everyone are. Anime, but like, honest. you know what I mean, though. Yeah. No, like, I, you, yeah, know. you mean the weebs. Yeah. You, <laughs> you know weebs. what I mean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I, I did like the movie. And that brings us to the final thoughts, final thing. And I, my final thoughts are. Um, this movie is great. Give it a shot. If you haven't seen this movie and you listen to us talk about it this whole time, watch it. Uh, we didn't really talk about the actual movie itself per se, so you should yeah. feel free to go in fresh. But I, I really don't want them. The reason we I, we didn't talk about it at all, but the reason why we even yeah. did this is because of the TV. They're making an animated TV show about it, yeah. and I'm just like, I don't know that I need that. I mean, I'm glad it's animated instead of yeah. at least it can be better that way. Well, but it's, it's like. It's not just anime. It's it's an anime. I think is is an important distinction that it's, okay, I, which is like the right way to do this. Clearly, um, yes, agreed. Yeah. But like, I, maybe I it's probably my ignorance and bias. But it's like I just keep being like, oh, it's just animated because I'm just like it's Western. So I don't, I don't like it's yeah. like animated me implies Japanese first. Like, but yeah. obviously it's not no. true. It just there are some American animes that are like are are like fine. Um, here's my my views on this is like we've I, we've talked about this um broken record as as you're all aware um i think that i don't it's not a good practice to just keep trying to wring every bit you can out of properties because then you are not left with any good feelings about anything right now i think that i am going to look back at scott pilgrim as favorably as i ever will i do not think that now I could be wrong. I'm not saying that it's impossible that I'm wrong. That would be insane. I do not think that after the that I'm going to watch this anime, and it is important that I'm fairly certain they're bringing back the original cast. To oh, I did this. read that everybody so is coming back great. as possible. Yeah. Um, I think that it is possible that this could be great. I don't necessarily think that it will be. I don't necessarily think that I'm going to leave it being like hell yeah, it was fucking awesome. Um, also, I think that if I do, it will not go for more than one season. That, oh, yeah. Those are like, it, if yeah. it's going to be great, it's one season because the comics aren't that long. You know what I mean? Like, they're pretty oh, yeah, but quick. It's, there's like, there's like seven, seven or eight. Or eight. Yeah, there's seven yeah. or eight. And you read through them pretty quick. Yeah. They're not like, they're more like mangas than they are like, oh, yeah, they're graphic books. novels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're not, yeah. not the longest thing. Yeah. And I'm intrigued to see. They're enjoyable. But I, and so now it's time to rate this. Time caps. That's also one of the reasons why I'm uh, hesitant. It's like this, like you, you were talking about. This is so exactly mid to like early to mid to like I'd say from like 2003 to 2007-ish yeah. era, almost exclusively. How is that going to be played in like 2023, yeah. 2024? Like, I don't want to pollute it with that. Like I, I, I feel like that there's like that there is something. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to like, like, like mess that up. Like, I think that it's yeah. fine. Like, it being it, there, it's fine being there. Like, do, like for example, do we? I know that Indiana Jones. They keep making new ones and stuff like that. But like, we were good on Back to the Future. They finished the three, and thankfully, they've been done. Like, they might have been a, a cartoon or something. I'm not sure, but like, oh, they no, don't. They're doing, not, they're doing. You know, they're doing more, right? They're not doing more Back to the Future. There's like they could do Michael J. Fox could be Doc Brown maybe, but like they can't be. 
like a, there's no Back to the Future four coming out. You stop okay. it right now. I, okay. I was I'm about to say some real mean stuff that I don't want to say anymore because I'm I, about to wish people die I'm before they come out. I'm sick I of saw it. Michael J. Fox and uh, fucking Doc Brown like doing shit. Look, like, just give Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd money. And they don't have to do it. Just give them the money. If they need the money that bad, then just give them some money. They've earned it. America. Like, just government. Just give them each a couple million dollars. And then, we're, like, that's so... I, I typed in new Back to the Future movie and Crimes of the Future came up. And I was like, they <laughs> really went in a different direction with this. <laughs> oh, it's ironic. I put Back to the Future on my list of uh, movies that I think good tv shows but here's the difference okay i don't need Cast it, and crew have denied making a new movie right. that was on snopes that was on snopes <laughs> you gave me a i was about to say i was like don't do that don't do no that. i mean you know there is a new michael j uh, there's a michael j fox movie called still coming out soon um that, oh really is that a documentary yeah, i think a trailer a trailer just came out the other day but yeah is it about photos is it like it's a, it's, i don't know photo? it's about well it's about him and his i think his, like, and his, his parkinson's yeah his struggle okay. like just with life in general yeah makes sense yeah. Um, well, yeah, so Scott Pilgrim, though, back to Scotty P. I am going to give this movie, honestly, I don't, I, I'm so torn on what to rate it. I Because for me, like, in terms of personal enjoyment on this movie, it's easily like a nine or maybe even higher. But in terms of like actual quality, I know what this movie is. So it's like, what do I, how do I, right. I'll just well, say I mean, I'll give know, it, it's you. I'll give it's it subjective. An, I'll give it an eight to 8.5 because yeah. realistically, like, there are better movies. There are, you know, things like that. But in terms of just for pure enjoyment and pure, like, just, I love it so much. Yeah. It, I don't think you could possibly have a bad time. Uh, I, and like Kel said, it's at a time and an era when going back to rewatch a lot of these movies, you realize how you can't rewatch these movies anymore. Like this movie does not have a lot of, oh, that's horribly offensive. Or, oh, like, this you is do, atrocious. You're, you're like, on the, you're on the board, you're on the fence for, for some of the things you, you see the cracks, but they yeah, have, but yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, you're like, hold on. It's basically, it's like, you, you're like, hey, can I have a, can I just ask you real quick? Is this like offensive? As opposed yeah. to being like, what, like, for example, look, this is a movie that we all, know that we used to love and enjoy and stuff but like i haven't rewatched it recently but we know like sex drive is not something that like is gonna hold oh, up real no, well no, you know what no. i mean like we both know we watched that's that gonna... movie so many times we like... did it was so funny <laughs> but it's like fucking christ that was always on tv um <laughs> but this is this is aged as poorly as it could for us to still be able to be like nah yeah i watched that yeah exactly that, that's like, that's it is it is found uh i feel like this is so this is one of those like you know people always have like temples where like people can joke like oh like if you uh like these three movies and i guarantee you that you were born between like 1988 and like 1995 this would be one of the three movies that you could be like if yeah because like I, I don't think that there's like a lot of like i don't know that necessarily like that like teenagers I have any concept of like Scott. Well, I mean, now they will, like I guess, because like yeah. it, it's coming out on on Netflix. But like, it is a, it is so specific. It is, yeah. It's like so specific. You had to have graduated high school sometime between the years of like two thousand and four and two thousand and ten or twelve. I'd say closer. I'd say like between two thousand and six and two thousand and ten. Like, it, like it's it's, it's it, like a, there's a very short window for this film to to me it's got to be like 
I don't know how you feel about some of these films, but it's like there are certain people who are just like, oh man, Goonies or Never Ending Story or blah blah blah, and you're like, yeah, whatever. Like, I, I mean, they're good. sure, you know, exactly. You're like, I mean, they're good, but they're not like these like, oh my god, I just came in my pants. They're the, the greatest things ever because yeah, we weren't that age. You know? I can't keep watching them. Like I, I, like I, I, they. They have not aged with me as well. They're good, but it's just like yeah. it's not something that like I am necessarily going to more than like once every couple of years as like just like ah oh, yes, remember when times are is simpler kind of thing. Um, yeah. But uh, uh so for me, my rating, I'm gonna give this uh a seven point point five to an eight. So like one point okay. less than than Thomas. I I th- I think this is great. Um it is as I said, my I think that I over time have kind of it, it has fallen a little bit for me, um, but it's you know it's still a a great time. I think you could show this to anybody and they would probably enjoy it. Um, you know, it, it's it, it feels like it's a good time. Uh, there's so many good things to like about it. You know, from as we talked about the editing, the music, the writing. Um, it's it and again, it is a fantastic example of adaptation um mm-hmm. like it, it's it's just like yeah th- th- this is the way i mean again i don't know for a fact that it is like i haven't read the comic book so saying it's a great adaptation might be might be pushing it's like how like the lord of the rings films are great movies they're not very good adaptations from what um, i understand uh the writer of the comics was like on set like with the director okay like they were working together the whole time. So I th- I believe there's because I read the comics, but I just read them so long ago, and I genuinely don't remember them very well. I believe the only major difference is the actual ending in the movie. I mean, we didn't spoil this whole movie, but tune out for like thirty seconds if you don't want it to be spoiled for you. But Scott, Scott uh, wins. Yeah. In yeah. the in the movie, uh, <laughs> Scott goes with Ramona, but in the comics, he goes with uh, knives or doesn't get anybody. What? Yeah. Like it, it I hope he goes with no one because it's differently. It's... But like, let's talk about that first. But split second though, like, what actually happens? Because in my opinion, like Scott and Ramona are gonna move to a different town and then break up in two and a half weeks. What? Are, like, yeah, what? I'm <laughs> and like they don't. Are they just? Neither of them have a car. So no. Well, Ramona they... accesses a fucking highway in Scott's brain somehow. I don't know. But either way. Where are you going? Neither one yeah. of you have jobs. Neither What's one of you have anything. Like you don't, don't have money. You're just like walking it's... off into the end of a movie because there certainly is no plan going yeah. forward. I mean, you've got like... healthcare, so like maybe that's something. I mean, Ramona is 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 an immigrant. Does she have a green card? Like I don't know. Like it's it's like who's who's to say? What is, a... is she on I feel like they. Or... I feel like that is a issue that was never brought up even one time. Yeah, like really oh yeah, I just it. left New York and came to Toronto yeah, with no yeah, issues. I snuck like... over the border. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's um. Yeah. It. it it's. It's it's uh yeah it's, she's but, a she's a grease back which is what they call uh americans that sneak over the border into canada <laughs> that is the greatest term i've ever heard thank for you, a derogatory american a grease yeah. bag there's not Passion, enough of right? those really there, there really, there really are not yeah <laughs> there let's, really let's, are let's, not you know, but like the most out. common one i've come to see is officer that's the most common uh, yeah. one but other than yeah. that i just really haven't been able to find too many yeah. Um, if y'all would not mind, I want to let you know a little secret behind the scenes peek. Um, so we did not discuss what we're going to be oh, yeah. doing next week. And I don't know 
I just wanted to throw out a random suggestion with no prep, for, so you can at least listen to Kel's genuine reaction before we actually pick our real topic. And I think next week we should take a little dive down memory lanes as we were already here talking about this very specific age range of person that you have to be. And that we all know that Scott Pilgrim qualifies. Another movie that would qualify in aging you, but you're a different age when you watch it. How about we go watch a little bit of Littlefoot and Sarah? Man, I I do you want to like, cry? You want to get your cry no, on? Here's the, no, here's the thing: is I'm gonna watch this, and I'm gonna like, I'm gonna come to this podcast, and I'm gonna be like, "Fucking, I it was, it was, it was the land before time." Don't make me do that. Like, don't, <laughs> don't make me have that. Don't make, don't make me, don't do that to me. That's not fair. <sighs> I will. So here's what here's what I'll do at you though. Um, that this this did come into my mind as uh, what if we did Garden State? Listen, I don't know if there's a white movie I hate more than Garden State, to be honest with really? you. So we could, okay. yeah. Now, I'll, I'll be honest, that's probably a lie because I definitely watched The Green Knight yeah, after I saw been, Garden there's State. Been so many, but, there's been so many movies. But I remember at the time just being yeah. so angry with this movie yeah. because, like, ugh, but just like, I feel every. Like- I feel like that we could like that that would be like a thing that would be a heat to bring to this is that like it's it's one of those movies that like at the time it was like it was like the indie movie that was like it was oh, wait, it was there are independent films and then like but I think it might be trash. Like I think, uh, I think it is trash to be honest with you. There's like, a reason people don't talk I remember about watching it. it and liking it. Like I watched it a couple of times. Again, I was 14, but like I remember being like, oh yeah, this is wow, this is really Okay, so we will go ahead and discuss our decision and we will back to let everybody yeah. know if Kel wins or if we pick something else. All right, all right. Well, we'll be right back, y'all. Well, okay, ding, so we ding, had a, y'all. Yeah, a verbal exchange, a battle back and forth, and yeah. uh, Kel won. Yeah, so we are going to be watching Garden State uh, for our next episode. The uh, y'all remember it was it was a simpler time in the early two thousands where people didn't know that independent film existed, and uh, a little uh, a, a little American son named Zach Braff went out there, and he he thought that if he put a lot of the shins into a lot of really blue toned pictures. That'd be something. And people ate that shit up. Uh, so we are going to be watching Garden State. And you can watch that on Hulu. You can watch it on HBO Max. You can watch it on Google, YouTube, all that shit. Um, yeah, I'd like to that's... point out, though, just before you stop like stop screaming at Kel, they, didn't, they misspoke slightly. Because the 90s was the boom with Clerks and Pulp Fiction, Tarantino, Kevin Smith, you know, Harvey Weinstein, that horrendous like rapist he uh had a boom but then there was a dead period yeah for a while and then it came back is what kel was trying to imply well, right. not that no, it actually I think started that it's like a, it was like a when i say independent film i mean like the different like closer to a chum scrubber than a, than a tarantino like 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 what if we really let white people go a little bit too like what if we let them have a little bit too much like 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 a little like a little more nomad land and little miss sunshine yeah a little bit less violence (laughs) we said we said a little too much was okay um yeah that that's kind of uh but yeah so please please watch that movie before we get to our next week's episode i'm sorry yeah but (laughs) we haven't watched it in a long time so 
You know, at least you got to deal with Scott Pilgrim for this yeah, week. You know, an enjoyable, fun movie. It has been 20 years just about since it, it actually, yeah, next year will be 20 years since it came out. So hey, it has it's been a good time life, to check and see if how like it holds up for a 20 year period. Or like and Bilbo's in it. I know that Bilbo is in that movie. Oh, Lord. Martin Freeman. He, I haven't seen no, it. No, no. So Ian Holm. Oh, Ian Holm actual plays, Bilbo. Jeez, actual please. Bilbo plays plays Zach Raff's dad. Daddy. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> okay i was thinking like oh young martin freeman's in this somewhere okay no, whatever like, no, no, yeah. no 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 <laughs> yeah, he hide a grasshopper yeah. so uh, i would like to thank everybody for listening again my name is thomas stimson and as always you can find me on twitter at stimpy is king more importantly you can find myself my two brothers doing our silly stuff over at stimson ain't easy in the exact same place you're listening to this come on over we have a really good time every week you'll have a good time with us for everything else, Kel can take it from here because they are the closer. Thank you very much for joining us for another episode of Unqualified Observers. We really enjoyed having you here to talk about Scott Pilgrim versus the world. We always like having you by at the studio to chat with us about films. And as I said, please watch uh, Garden State between now and next, and we'll talk about it then. Uh, my name is Kellen Metcalf, uh, if I have not stated previously. And you can... Get in touch with me if you'd like to uh, over on social medias at Cool Gollum uh, on all social media platforms except for Twitter, which is at Cool underscore Gollum. You can also reach out to the show, which is what I would really implore you to do. You can do so on Instagram at Unqualified Observers. You can do so on Twitter at ObserveCast. You can also email us at UnqualifiedObservers at gmail.com. These are great ways to, okay, so say you're watching, uh, you're watching a garden state and you're like, man, this, I feel gross a lot when I'm watching this part of this film. You know the one. And I need to purge my soul of this dark passenger that's nestled in the cockles of my heart. Um, that's a great place to do that. You know, just kind of like barf nonsense on there. And then we'll we'll bring it to the show. And yeah, uh, yeah it'll, be, it'll could, be a good time for all of us except me and Thomas. Um, you so, could write into us. And suggest that, or ask us like how we feel about if somebody's trying to beat you up, regardless of anything else. Do you have the right to defend yourself when Scott keeps being like, "Oh, I just don't think I can hit a girl." It's like this chick is literally trying to murder you. It's not the same as like you're not tied. You're not just like punching knives chow in the face. Like, yeah, I don't know that I want to wade wade into these waters. um, Oh, I know. That's what. But feel free to email. Theoretically, that's where you would do such a thing. Um, uh, if you could please it would really help us out if you could rate and review the show especially on Spotify and Apple Podcasts these are great ways to help the show be put in front of new listeners we can if we stay in the charts new people will find us and it's a really I mean I'm, I'm speaking I guess in somewhat of a, of a subjective manner it's a fairly simple way to help us out as well you know there's no monetary exchange that's happening there which takes a couple minutes of your time so if you uh, are able to do so we really appreciate you doing that um that being said until next time i'm kellum and i'm thomas and we don't know anything